In Spite of What They Want by I Lied About the Chocolates Read by Mellow Zuko Deer from AO3 Rating, General Audiences Archive Warning, No Archive Warning Supply Category, M slash M Fandom, Avatar The Last Airbender Relationship, Sokka slash Zuko Characters, Sokka, Zuko Additional Tags Arranged Marriage Well, more like attempted arranged marriage. Zuko has many feelings about the colonial history of arranged marriage. Rants, fluff, idiots in love, canon compliant, Ambassador Sokka, Fire Lord Zuko, established relationship. Summary Zuko's advisors have once again suggested a list of suitors to marry. They are not quite what Sokka expected. Or, Zuko despises the concept of arranged marriage, and Sokka loves his hot-tempered idiot. The increasingly loud stamping outside served as the only warning before the doors to the Fire Lord's chambers were thrown violently open. Sokka glanced up from his desk to see Zuko looking murderous, hands already raised to remove the crown and throw it on the bed, tugging at his hair in frustration. Sokka quietly put away the report he was working on and grinned up at Zuko. So, how are your advisors doing this fine morning? Zuko glared at him, but softened slightly before responding. Well, apparently a year is enough time for them to get over me not liking women. Wait, don't tell me. Five proposed matches to gentlemen of suitable standing for my consideration, Zuko said through gritted teeth. Sokka huffed out a laugh. He had to admire their persistence. After five years on the throne, being regularly pestered by his advisors to marry one of the many, many women they suggested, Zuko had finally snapped that he had no interest in ever marrying a woman, and would not permit any further attempts at arranging such a match. Sokka remembered the hush that had settled over the room at Zuko's outburst. He couldn't help feeling a little proud of the way Zuko had stood tall, unashamedly announcing who he was, daring anybody to challenge him. It had only been a few years since same-sex marriage had been legalised after all. That little piece of legislation had been the source of many heated arguments among his council, and countless late nights in the early months of Zuko's reign. Sokka smiled wryly. Well, it's nice to know homophobia has been beaten out by classism at least. Zuko let out a humorless laugh, and then groaned. Why do they keep doing this? I've lost count of the number of people they've tried to match me with, and they just... what do they possibly hope to gain? He watched Zuko stride furiously around the room, seemingly unable to settle as he continued. Do you know why arranged marriages became the norm in the Fire Nation? It was to increase the potential for taking over land, or assets, for expanding their territory. As if we haven't done enough colonising over the last hundred years. Sokka, in fact, did know this having been present for several of Zuko's previous explosive rants on the topic. He was 
dimly aware of the growing flames in the torches on the wall as Zuko really got into his stride, and got up from the desk to settle on the couch. He leant his chin in his hand as he smiled slightly, content to listen quietly until Zuko inevitably tired himself out. But of course, they say it's to improve our relationship with the other nations, as if that's all they're after. It may have been used sometimes to promote peace, but honestly, how is marrying a noble from another nation going to do more than the peace treaties we've had in place for over half a decade? As if it matters more who I marry than... He gesticulated wildly, turning to face Sokka from near the wardrobe, where he had found himself at that moment. Than when an Earth Kingdom farmer can sell their crops at a good price, or whether the water tribes can trade peacefully across the world, or whether a Fire Nation citizen can find proper employment. Surely our international policy, and the peace summits we set up with Aang, and the trade agreements, and the education reform, and the... the... Zuko faltered slightly, and Sokka almost stood to wrap him in a hug, but relaxed back onto the couch when he merely growled and carried on. No reasonable person could possibly say I need a political marriage to do more to help people. So many people have worked so hard to build good relationships between all the nations. That's the work that's valuable. That helps people. That makes a difference. So their obsession with marriage is just a huge and bigoted waste of time. And with that, Zuko proceeded to dramatically fling himself onto the couch, landing face-first in Sokka's lap. Sokka began gently stroking the long, ebony hair, fingernails scratching lightly on his scalp, and felt Zuko melt underneath him. Can't I just fire them all? Zuko pouted. Well, after removing the Ozai sympathisers and the Fire Nation supremacists, it was a pretty short list to choose from, babe. He shifted slightly to allow Zuko prime position for cuddling. Zuko grumbled unintelligibly, leaning further into him. Sokka grinned and continued. It is possible this is just an ingrained tradition, so they don't think about it too hard. But yeah, they probably like the idea of anything that could give you more influence abroad. It's more than that, Zuko huffed. From what they were saying, I think some of them actually believed that if I marry you, I would have a claim to the Southern Water Tribe. It's just utterly... Sokka blinked. He replayed the previous sentence in his head. Zuko's continued ranting washing over him. Hold up, Sokka interjected. Did you just say, they said you should marry me? Zuko turned his head to look up at Sokka. Well, yes, of course they did. He frowned slightly, as if confused by Sokka's sudden brain malfunction. Sokka's hands were frozen in Zuko's hair, his gaze wandering over Zuko's face. Zuko raised an eyebrow. Who did you think they would suggest from the Water Tribes? Han? I... Sokka was at a loss for words. The last three years since they finally got together had been incredible, marred only by the need to hide their relationship. They were careful never to hold hands or appear too affectionate in public. Sokka still had his ambassador's chambers, although it served mostly as an office now, and had to endure the parades of women and, more recently, men, attempting to woo the apparently available Fire Lord. 
It had been a painful conversation in their first year together when they had agreed not to publicly announce their relationship. They told their friends within a few months, or rather, been found out by Toph and coerced into confessing, and they were sure the palace staff and royal guards knew exactly what was going on. But telling their council and the world as a whole was an entirely different matter. It could damage Zuko's already precarious authority. They would be vilified. They wouldn't be accepted. So they'd thought. So they'd assumed. Sokka laughed. He couldn't help himself. He scooped up a bewildered-looking Zuko and held him tight, still chuckling, before cupping his jaw and kissing his stupid face. Zuko, Sokka sighed fondly, touching their foreheads together. Sunshine, sweetheart. I know you're upset right now, but have you stopped to consider the upside here? Zuko's soft and compliant demeanour was gone in an instant, as he bolted upright and rounded on Sokka. What upside? They're right back to trying to marry me off again, and nothing I've said to them has made any difference. And Zuko was off again, up on his feet, gesticulating wildly, and Sokka just listened to that gorgeous rasp and let the words wash over him. He beamed up at this ridiculous, tempestuous, extraordinary man he had chosen to love. His mind drifted to the stretch of red fabric and lump of meteorite currently hidden in a book in the back of his drawers. Maybe he didn't have to wait as long as he'd feared. That was In Spite of What They Want by I Lied About the Chocolates. Thanks so much to them for such an adorably angry and besotted Zuka fic, and for letting me record it. If you enjoyed listening, please tell me what you liked over in the comments on AO3, or come shout at me on Tumblr, at Dear. You can also find I Lied About the Chocolates there, at I Lied About the Chocolates. Thanks again, till the next one.